So show me your iPhone 7. So it looks like this, which is exactly what it used to look like. How do you like the iPhone so far? It's, you know, it's the, it's, it's the same as it used to be, just better. The home button is different. I don't hate it. I don't love it either. Camera, better. Uh, visibly better, not a lot better, but better. I like the new haptic feedback. That's nice. The screen is impressive, but it was already impressive enough that you can barely notice a difference. But when you look side by side, it is it is better. Ah, okay. Uh, it is louder, uh, which is nice for my alarm clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it lacks the f jack. I now have four pairs of headphones because I have my big headphones, I have my running headphones, I have my iPhone earpods and I have my Mac earpods because I can't use the same earpods for both my iPhone with and my Mac, which is, you know, sounds like the future. You know, it's interesting how in iPhone 7 they they replaced a button with like a a a Fake button. pressure sensor with haptic feedback. And you know what's a great pressure sensor of haptic feedback? A f***ing button. They replaced the button with a button. Yeah, but worse. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, good. I have some notes. Wow. You have notes? Yeah. You're prepared. No. <laughs> I, I, I got back... Oh, this is interesting. I got back to, um, to having like a paper notepad, you know, here. It's, it's Are you just, serious? Yes, it's just... How do you think it? I throw it away after that. <laughs> Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books you really want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do day by day, working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to our minds. Or we do follow-up. Or we do follow-up for ideas related to books. Exactly. So today we are following up with some ideas from David and Goliath. So with the mm -hmm. last episode where we were discussing how we are David and we are winning. <laughs> ah, at least in our minds. Yeah. Ow, that, that's... Ouch. That, was, <laughs> that sounded mm. bad. Yeah, I feel like we haven't done uh, a terribly great job last week at explaining uh, the the concept. Yeah, uh, but I, I I I still have big faith in our listeners that they actually you know um, still understood some some of it at least <laughs> what oh, we wanted yeah. to convey. Of of course they did, but uh, I, I I thought um, I thought it would make sense to try to rephrase the main uh, thesis uh, mm -hmm. we were trying to make. Uh, recap the examples of it, and I think we have some some more uh, examples of, of this asymmetric um, warfare. Let's just say some some more ideas about about this 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 concept. Okay. Okay. So uh, again, to rephrase the the thesis, uh, the idea is that if you are the David in a battle against Goliath, right? If you're uh, if you're just uh, the small guys, right? A small company or an indie app developer or you're doing something on your own, uh, you you can't play by the rules of your bigger opponent. Try to emulate them 
it makes no sense. Uh, a bigger opponent is bigger. They have uh, more resources. They have advantages you do not have. And to try to emulate them and do what they do uh, is, a, is a recipe for failure because you can't outdo them. Uh, they have advantages you don't have. That's just what makes them bigger. But, but, you do have a winning chance if you play asymmetrically, if you play by your own rules, if you turn your bigger opponent's advantages into weaknesses and take, uh, you know, kind of turn your, your weaknesses, things you don't have, uh, into, into advantages, right? Those constraints become uh, blessings in disguise, right? And instead of trying to do what they do, no, do something they don't do, something they can't do, be more efficient than them, be more human than them, uh, do things differently. You know, don't don't try to be like, oh, you know, uh, you know, don't 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 try to look like uh, you were a big corporation. Instead, embrace that you're not, uh, show it off, and use it as your advantage. Yeah, does that make sense to you? No, it makes total sense, especially when I remember that I, when I was starting out uh, in, in, in business, um, uh, on my web, first business website, I would put, we, the company, blah, blah, blah. So like, I tried to be bigger than I was, actually, you know, yeah. I tried to be this serious company and whatnot. And, and like the trend right now is a little bit different now with also with indie developers you know with uh, app developers like uh, all these signs you know made with love from you know Poland or made with love yeah. from whatever San Francisco hmm. so like, like all these things and 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 people actually showing off you now we are just a few guys doing something mm-hmm. um, and uh, like f- f- one of the big advantages, for example, by playing by th- with this, I mean, this way, um, it, it, embracing your constraint, embracing your smallness, mm-hmm. your, your, you know, your, your scrappiness yeah. is that people actually um, identify with you better than with yeah. a corporation. Nobody identifies with a corporation. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's strange. Like even, you know, if you think about it, you know, uh, uh, Elon Musk uh, is a very good example. We talked about him uh, in the show. We will talk about him in the show a lot more in the future. <laughs> you will. Uh, so, but what I really like about him is, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, they always highlight this in the articles. Tesla as automaker is so small, is so tiny, but because there is Elon Musk, because he's doing lots of things completely differently, mm-hmm. like the amount of attention and press he gets compared and, and love uh, he gets from the customers, from fans of the brand, uh, compared to any other automaker is just out of proportion. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's exactly right. And w- when you say, say this thing, you know, made with love and Poland, something like that, I mean, at this point now, it, it might have become a cliche. Uh, but at, at the beginning, it was kind of cute. And and here's the thing. A corporation cannot do this. They would never do this. And if they did, it would be fake and it would come through because y- you can pick up on, on things like that. Like a corporation can never say I, right? And, exactly. and like if, if you're, say, an indie app developer and there's just you, why say we, right? Why, mm-hmm. why try to make yourself look bigger? Uh, when you're not and you can't do things your bigger competitors uh, can do, like 
why not embrace your constraints and and turn them into advantages? Yeah, I mean, in in our case, for example, I uh, I think it was Jason Fried from Basecamp who who said um, that he wants to out teach the competition. You know, he wants that's, to. Yeah, uh, that's great. Know, and I think it was a fantastic, you know, way of describing that they, as a very small, you know, dev team from Chicago, like a small programming team, built the, 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 the software company that everybody admires, you know, that we, you know, follow and 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 love. And, and this is funny because you know we are in the same, you know, in the same segment, you know, of project management. We yeah. have totally different apps because we have totally different approaches to that. But we are uh, in the same segment. But we are big fans, you know, and and. It was. I was just reminded about it just just yesterday because I mean these three days, yesterday and today and tomorrow, I'm doing webinars mm -hmm. for for our users. And every time we do a webinar, and you know, hundred or more people show up live for hour and a half to listen to me to ask me questions, I'm like, whoa! I mean, this is like like this is like a kind of contact that I have with customers that is like. Un unprecedented, you know, that you can actually, you know, um, it, it, pe people pay attention to you, they listen to you, they ask you good questions, you know, you connect on a totally different level and, and you get, you get, you know, in both ways, you know, uh, uh, more, more uh, connection, me with the customers and customers with our brand, with, with me mm -hmm. personally, and, uh, and uh, we get to, you know, teach them proactivity, teach them, you know, good habits. I mean, actually, and, and this week we are teaching them the pyramid of communication that we discussed uh, in the previous episodes of the show. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's amazing. And, and also, of course, through this podcast, you know, we have, you know, uh, a few thousand people right now listening to it. So, you know, if you think about it, it's, it's it's an amazing thing that that we can do, you know, and not being this big company, but still be, being this um, uh, you know small kind of you know uh, uh, de 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 developers who who just have very you know very like dedicated following in, in proactivity. Yeah, and 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 here's the thing: when you do those uh, webinars, oh man, I hate the word webinar. But when you do yeah, no. when you do those, you you could not like if a a, a CEO of a big corporation could not do this like they they would they would like no way they would have the time to do it and you can do it and also a personal advantage to you is that you know four languages and so <laughs> you can do a webinar in all of them and they're personal because it's like it's like the ceo and you're talking and learning from the ceo personally right a a, a big ceo could not do this you can do this it's you know it's it's an advantage you have by the fact that were smaller. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was really scared last month when we did the first webinar in Spanish, you know, when I was speaking Spanish and I was like, you know, my accent is not really very, you know, very native. I, I, I speak pretty fluently in Spanish, but it's not, not really, you know, you can tell that I'm a foreigner mm -hmm. and I, I thought it's going to be like a real problem for, for people listening. Turns out it wasn't. They were happy. They they took lots of it and they really sent us great feedback. And that's why we're doing it again. And um, and we are. And again, you know, in a big company, there would be like th thousands of policies prohibiting me doing something like that. You know, and without you know proper translator or somebody else. I don't know third person and 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 minding our company policies and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like. We don't have to abide by these rules. We have different rules. We can just, I can just speak Spanish and let's see how this goes. And if people like it, then great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that, that's so great. Also funny that, that you mentioned uh, Jason Fried from Basecamp because I, I think partly they taught us that. Like uh, in, in their 
in Jason Fried's and David Heidemeyer Hansen's book Rework, they talk about you know underdoing your competition and things like that. And so that that was a, a, a big inspiration. And and they do a lot of these asymmetric things uh, in in the way they uh, approach certain things. But now it's kind of funny because now to us, like it's all relative, but to us, they're the Goliath. They're doing different but very closely related things to us. And that's right. fine, but they're like, the, the company, uh, you know, Basecamp, the company has like two or three times as many employees and they're way, way bigger in terms of, you know, number of users and, and, and whatnot. So it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of funny, right? Because it's, it's always like, depends on, on, on your point of view. If, if you're an indie developer, we would be <laughs> the Goliath. And that's also right. fine, right? But so it's, it's always... It's always tricky, like it's always um, a balance, like depending on 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 what's your uh, what's your exact status and 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 how much resources you have. You'll you'll choose differently on on different things, but but the, just this this notion itself that you have competitors that are are bigger, right? Like you're you'll you know we as a twenty person company and not a three person company have advantages of being bigger and we'll use them, but we'll still have disadvantages of being not nearly as big as many of our competitors and we'll also use them instead of trying to emulate them. Yeah, you're right. This is very relative when you think about it, of course. I mean, you know, just think about it. You know, when I founded the company, it was just me doing everything, you know, yeah. <laughs> including, the including coding, writing so. the code. Exactly. So... And and we still and we still suffer this <laughs> to this day. Yeah. It's not funny because it's true. <laughs> yeah, there is still some code there written by yours truly mm, ten, yeah. almost ten years ago. <laughs> okay. Uh anyway, uh so last week we, we gave some some uh, examples of, of how we uh, uh concrete examples of, of, of how we, we do things. Uh, in this guerrilla development mindset, uh, and I'll, I'll just recap them quickly, and I think we'll we'll mention a, a few more. So uh, we mentioned hiring, right? Instead of hiring from a specific city, we hire from anywhere. Yeah. Uh, instead of having a fancy office and competing against fancier offices, we just don't have an office at all. Yep. Right. Instead of uh, collaborating. Uh, you know, synchronously and, and having as many meetings as possible and, and being, you know, on top of everything. We collaborate primarily asynchronously and we, you know, avoid uh, meetings, uh, uh, avoid putting too many people into decisions. We we avoid structure and and hierarchies and uh, and and we you know we we just we just do things in uh, in as light as possible. Uh, way in terms of uh, communication. Uh, then we discussed documentation uh, and, and how like, uh, you know, things like documentation and other processes, you know, formalizations like these are like knives. They're useful, you know, ha having something documented well, uh, you know, thought through on paper before committing to implementation, it's useful. Uh, but instead of doing as much of it as possible, as corporations can and do, and reaping advantages of that, uh, we only do it as as little as possible to, to reap the advantages of it. Uh, but then, uh, you know, take the fact that that we can't do 
more of it because it, we don't have the resources and instead reap the advantage of having more flexibility to be able to change things on the fly and experiment and, and instead of you know, putting things in, in stone, just, just do things, you know, make more decisions on the fly. Uh, then we also mentioned as an example, like, like work ethic, right? Instead of being everywhere, uh, giving everyone feedback, be on top of everything, focus, right? Deep work, disconnect and do as, spend as much time as possible, you know, each employee doing the work, really, really focused work. So instead of trying to do more with more resources, uh, just be more efficient, you know, uh, do more with less. You know, the, 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 whenever, I mean, yesterday when I was giving the webinar about our pyramid of communication mm-hmm. and I was answering questions, it really dawned on me that that this is like the best example of this of this um of this uh, um advantage like in, in, of this blessing in disguise mm-hmm. that we because we are we don't have a central office we have had to figure out a way to communicate and uh, efficiently and because we cannot just walk over to somebody you know we learned these other habits and now like companies who have traditional offices actually have to bend over backwards actually to to learn our techniques to be more efficient you know so something that you know what was our disadvantage in in theory and many people still you know when they talk to me they're like is it really possible that we can work without an office <laughs> but um but so I, I digress but the the thing is that they think this is not possible, but later when they realize how we work, they're like, "Yeah, I want to work like that." You know, I want to have more time to uh, to for asynchronous work, to for for, for deep work. So uh, something, and, and this is for me. I mean, you know, giving these webinars, I, I, I it dawned on me that this is something that that's really a big blessing that mm-hmm. came to us uh, in, in in this guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of examples uh, like this, like with hiring and, and, and offices, it stems from a disadvantage, a, a lack of, of resources that forced us to look for a different way um, that, you know, might not be the best for everyone in all situations, but it forced us to look beyond what's accepted as common wisdom and instead uh, try to find a solution which might actually be better, uh, at least when used correctly, which is, again, work remotely, work asynchronously, Etc. Yeah, the, the the only problem and downside that I see, uh, like being Goliath and being scrappy, being you know being small, is that sometimes um, sometimes we um, what I found out recently talking to people is that sometimes we tend to be too scrappy. So for example, there is like a solution, there is an app that can solve our problem, mm-hmm. and you have to buy it. And we're like, yeah, but maybe I can, you know, get by without paying or having something else. And I like this mindset. It's good. I mean, we should have a mindset like this. I mean, this is our David mindset, you know, how to you know, get by with not outspending, you know, our budgets. Yeah. But on the other hand, there's always this calculation, you know, how many hours you're going to spend, uh, you know, solving this problem. If you can just, you know, buy this thing and spend only a few minutes and, 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 and you're done, yeah. you know. I mean, I just had this conversation with, uh, with one of our designers and I remember like, a year ago, more than a year ago, he was thinking, you know, his his Adobe, you know, thing was expiring and he was asking, I don't know if we should buy the Adobe suite because you have to pay the subscription, you know, every month. It's pretty expensive. And I'm like, yeah, but you actually need it for work, right? No, you know, I can actually get by if I use that. And 
and I really appreciate it. But I said, you know, let's let's just do a trial, and then you 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 see, you know, after one mm-hmm. month, he was like, Michael, please buy this, please, please, please. You know, he understood how fast, how much faster he is, how much more efficient, how much yeah. more fun he has at work because he has this tool. So it. So even as a, as a David, you have to strike this balance of of not being too scrappy, of of not having this mindset of you know I'm going to save on everything because there is a cost to everything. There are mm-hmm. no trade offs. So if you can have better tool set, and I always err at the side at the, at the at, you know at the side of better tool set, then 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 if you can get it, get it because it just it will just make you more powerful. Yeah, uh, we actually discussed this before back in March, and uh, I'll put a link in the in the show notes. Uh, that was on our our March reunion when you kind of um, had this realization, and and you and you told us that, and we kind of reconsidered because it, it's like I, I wonder if if this is partially like a, a Polish thing, like this this kind of mindset <laughs> of you know, do I really need to buy it? Can I? And and uh, I ha- also had to unlearn it, and and instead like uh, I. I I often like when I see I might need something, a tool, an app, a whatever. Um, I have to, you know, consider buying it. It's just I, I, I would think of okay, how many hours of my work is this worth, right? And then more often than not, the answer is pretty clear. Just buy it. You know, don't 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 bother. It's it's it it's not worth your time and. And attention and, and and effort, like like even uh, you know overthinking it and and trying to work around it or trying to get by with lesser tools or without it, you know sometimes uh, it's it's it just doesn't make sense. And you know just just get something that someone already did, someone already solved. Yeah, I mean you know, and uh, if you think about it, you know even David, you know in the in the in the story he was really a master of his tool set. I mean, he had this great, I mean, he was, he had this stone and thing. And uh, even that he, he was mastering very well. He didn't need anything more, which is also good, you know, so he wasn't like, you know, uh, and, and, and that's good. But on the other hand, he was, uh, he was mastering what he had. And this, this is why we have to, you know, define our tool set and be masters of it and use it to our, you know, to our advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like this is something that we should always think about, and this is what also uh, about toolset. People ask me why I upgrade my iPhone every year, and it's the same thing. You know, I can sell my you know one year old iPhone for a pretty good price, uh, and I just have to you know pay an upgrade fee actually, which is not that that big. Um, if you think about it, because if I think that I have a faster phone with better cameras, better you know lots of things. I mean, what they upgrade every year, mm-hmm. it's worth for me the whole year of this upgrade. You know, to have and and this is one of my main tools for yeah, work. That's that, it, that, that's exactly right. This is this is not something I would recommend to normal people, to consumers, because they don't they don't they don't need this. But yeah. for me, it's a tool for work. And even if it's if it's not the most essential tool for my work to have a new new iPhone uh, every year, it it works out. You know, uh, to be a small small enough amount of money that. If I can take advantage of it in my work and like understanding how the future is going, to have access to the new technologies, whatever, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, totally. Okay, so uh, another another example of of guerrilla development is is not 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 even trying to be more efficient at something than your 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 bigger competitor is is to just not do something 
It's it's to yeah. underdo your competition. So so again, uh, a, a topic we've discussed many many times on on the show. It's something um, I don't know you, but certainly something I've been learning and relearning and relearning again this year. Say no to things that don't matter. Right. Uh, it's a lot of things is a zero sum game. Doing one thing means you can't do another thing. So it, it's when. I often have to like look hard and I, I want to do something, uh, you know, work related. I want to implement this really little feature, refactor that, that thing. And I have to, I have to think hard about it. Sometimes that's exactly what I, what I decide I, I need to do. Um, for example, refactor a, a piece of code to, as an investment to, to make it better in the long term. Sometimes I will implement this, this little feature because it turns out that I mean, it's, it, it might be small, but it, it just makes the app more delightful and easier to use, and that's a good thing. But oftentimes I'm like, no, I would like this, it would be nice, but it just doesn't matter. I could do this, but I don't have the resources to do it. So instead of doing that, let me focus on the things that have the most impact, right? I mean, this is... This is this is the worst the worst thing when you start doing regular weekly reviews and you are doing really regular reviews of your work and what you did and what you didn't do and how how you spent your time mm-hmm. when you realize that in your optimism you would want to do this this and this and that mm-hmm. but actually it's not possible you have to choose because as we mentioned many times over there are no trade offs you know there is like there are trade offs all the time you mm-hmm. make trade offs all the time so uh, you cannot pretend like there are no trade offs and yes. and uh, it's 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 amazing that, that that when you realize that you're like all right so if that's the case um, i will have to choose and but once you do that there is you know you're less anxious you're more focused yeah. and you can actually make do, make more impact and um, i mean this is something we've been we've been str- uh, struggling on one hand but on the other hand this is something that keeps us focused and yeah. uh, what i really loved about like the, the quote from the essentialism from the book by Greg McKeown that we already uh, uh, mentioned many times over here. Um, what got you there was the focus. Mm-hmm. So when you are when you have some you know reasonable success, you have to keep with the focus because if you stop, right. if you start doing something different mm-hmm. and you start behaving differently, you might lose. The, the the focus and when you lose the focus you you know with all these other possibilities and everything you spread yourself thin and you will lose the impact yeah that's exactly right you know when you when you start things you're like okay i have no choice so i'll, I'll do things you know very efficiently very uh you know very very fast and then at some point you start thinking okay i got there so now i'm you know now i, I can be in the big uh, you know uh, big boys league and you start doing these things which are are exactly like not what got you there and like again uh it's all relative so over time you do gain advantages you are able to do things you could not afford to do before uh and so that's fine but 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 it's important not to lose sight of it right that it's it's always uh relative like even okay i i hate i hate this comparison but but even apple as the uh, the most valuable company in the world. There's so many things they don't do because uh, the focus is is important, right? And like, 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 think about it. If even Apple decides that there are things they could do, but they don't do because there are things more important than that, then whether you're you're 
one person or 20 people or 100 people, um, don't spread yourself too thin. You know, you're, you're, not, you're not that special. Yeah, when you, when, you, when you think about it, you know, Apple has been, you know, uh, uh, called up on this that, that they, they might be spreading them, themselves too thin and everything, but, but, but they're still not. I mean, I still, you know, this, they, they are still have just a limited number of things that they sell and yeah. then they're focused on. Um, now very limited because the new MacBook Pros are not coming. So, um, but, but if you think about it, that it's, it's amazing that they, they still, you know, take care of that and and some and and if you think about all the product lines of all these other companies that are barely making any money mm-hmm. it's 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 amazing how, you know how many things they sell and how less of an impact they do yeah that's that's exactly right and i think a thing that's important to stress is um don't feel sad about it about saying no to things uh you know don't don't be like oh man that that so sucks embrace it you know like be happy from the fact that that you're focused that you know don't don't be sad about the thing you said no to like instead of like look at it as such an opportunity to do something that's way more important way more impactful for your work for your company no totally totally this is and um yeah this is this is something and but but this is something we have to just that's why we're you know highlighting it here in this episode and in many other episodes is that we really need to repeat this to ourselves as well, mm-hmm. we, because uh, I mean, especially you know, for especially I have to admit that uh, and confess that for an optimism like me, you know, an optimistic guy like me, um, whenever there are new opportunities showing up, I really need to, you know, get my act together and just you know be able to just you know assess them correctly and just say no to most of them. You know, and it's hard because, you know, I, as Michael Hatz calls it, I'm a recovering people pleaser, you know, and <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I want to please people. I want to be you know, on good terms with people, but uh, you have to, you have to, you know, you have to mind yourself. You have to mind your business. And, and um, that's why, that's why uh, right now, for example, when I prepare a marketing plan for Nosby, for our application, for our, you know, for, for what we want to do, we have to really be focused and really, you know, mind the, 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 our limitations, mind our size, our, our skills, but then again, appreciate, as you said, appreciate them and mm-hmm. just, and just, you know, double down on them to, to, to make the biggest impact. Okay. So, so, so let me, uh, let me tell you something to, uh, the listeners. If, if, if you have been with us, uh, for, for some time and, and you'll, uh, you'll keep listening to this show. If we start losing focus, please email us. Please call yeah. us out on it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. An- another uh, example would be marketing, and I guess that that's something more for for you uh, to to discuss. Yeah, I mean, you know, in in marketing is the same thing. You know, we can be doing so many things. You know, to to market Nosby. I mean, and and to, for example. The problem that we have and we had was that, you know, a problem, a nice problem to have actually, that we were successful because of word of mouth. So we didn't really have to do lots of marketing to actually be, become, become pretty successful. Mm-hmm. But then at some point to, to, you know, to like, you know, to have to, to cross the next chasm to go to, you know, to another, you know, to bigger, bigger, bigger market, you have to start doing lots of marketing things. And, and just recently we discovered that we, we cannot do everything, you know, uh, epiphany uh, and and we discovered that um, we have to uh, get help from real professionals you know so instead of you know hiring and build, building a big marketing team like a you know 
Goliath would do, we went to to other small Davids, you know, to other, you know, to consultants, to other people, to to get their expertise, hire them uh, as contractors, as you know, as consultants, and help us um, only do like a small slice of this, small slice of that. Try, give it a shot, see how this goes, see what sticks, and then uh, once we um, try a few things, you know, to double down on them. So again, we had to think out of the box. I know. Because a big company would think, you know, we have to be, we have to have a bigger marketing budget, and we have to have a bigger, you know, marketing department, you know, and and we decided not to. We decided to do it a little bit differently. And for now, it starts uh, getting some some good results. Um, but you know, I will report it, you know, at the end of the year. But but it's it's getting better. But and the thing is that um, again, we 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 decided let's let's focus on just a few things. Let's try them, but but let's try them very well with with the help of of experts and see how they go. And if they don't go well, we'll we'll change the the, the, the traction and change the the, the course. Uh, and you know, again, you can't do everything. You, you can't do everything if you're a David. You have to just you know uh, seek out your battles. Uh, you know, fight fight the battles that you can win and that you can try to win, and just uh, you know and double down on them and see how this goes. All right, but 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 how how many years have we gone with just the organic word, word of mouth marketing? Most of the time, right? And 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 see, like that wasn't so bad, right? It's no, it's slow, but it's it's effective. Like, could you trust more a friend or an ad? Of course, right? Of course, and that's again, that's that's a blessing in disguise. I mean, the blessing the blessing is that we have a good product. You know, it's thanks to maybe us, maybe thanks to our luck. I don't know, but we have a good product. We are not selling, you know, uh, uh, we are not selling things that people don't want to use. And mm. um, conversely, we're saying something. We are selling something that people actually use, and thanks to the, this, uh, their life gets better, uh, and they recommend it to others, and and it just works. So it's yeah, it is amazing. It is amazing that it actually could work like that. You know. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is again, uh, corporations can always outspend us. So yep. instead of instead of trying to to put as as many ads as they can in as as many people's throats as possible, uh, like take advantage of like instead of trying to do that and 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 failing, like take advantage of of where you are, right? Like be more human and not more like. a like a corporation like don't make you know something that's more of an ad instead you know when when marketing uh again like, like you mentioned uh out teach your competition or like show like you're the small guys or you know make something people want to spread you know not not something that appeals to to corporate managers to to buy for the whole company but but buy but build something that appeals to actual users that you know so that they love it and they just they just spread it through word of mouth because they love it right that's that, that's an that's a that's an advantage that corporations don't tend to have I mean, and we keep doing that. I mean, we, and, and our marketing actually activities that, that I mentioned before are actually doubling down on how to actually boost the the, the you know the referrals, the, the referrals of, of people referring not be to each other, mm-hmm. and and giving also more value. Like something we're right now focused on. You know, I just wrote the, the the No Office Apps book, which is which is a new thing, and there will be another book coming up later this year, um, based on the Ten Steps to Ultimate Productivity course. So so we are actually as, as we are doubling the, the down. As you know, on marketing, but on these kind of activities that 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 got us already here, but just do them better, and and that's one thing. And um, and 
you know that's 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 what we should again do because as you said you know just putting more billboards and and other things mm. you know wouldn't 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 uh, make any sense we tried a few uh, high profile ads and we just burned lots of money and it wasn't it wasn't worth it it wasn't you know yeah. uh, but again then again some people have the budget to to just you know put all these ads put all these ads we cannot fight like that we have to search different routes to 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 get our message across and um uh, right now, you know, with the internet, with so many uh, ways you can you can um, uh, you know boost your message. You know, there there's just there's just lots of ways to to to, to get it done. So um, this is what we have to do. And on the other hand, this is what makes it more fun. Yeah, and we do have a lot of, a lot to learn about marketing. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, another another thing that's. Uh, I guess close to my heart, and I, I don't know what, what 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 you think think of it, but I, I really, I really find it so incredibly uh, useful to have found this 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 process, this uh, this way that allows me to to read a lot of books uh, every year, which is audiobooks. We discuss this um, a lot of times, and and you know, to me, it's like okay, so how about outsmart your competition? You know, uh, a big corporation can always hire more people, but how about you're just smarter than than them because you always learn, because you always invest in in learning, which is what I try to do with reading lots of books and also what we discuss on TJF, how we kind of have this 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 Friday to learn new things, to explore, to do uh, you know deliberate practice, uh, try new things, research, uh, etc. Right, like build this into the whole. Uh, process like instead of being like a corporation and, and think of employees like these replaceable cogs uh, instead you know make each one of the uh, each one of, of, of the employees as smart as possible and, and, and keep making them smarter yeah and I'm, I'm, I'm also you know I'm also in this camp of of trying to you know uh, this is this is also a great thing that on one hand we're trying to be you know as, as David we are trying to be you know, closer to our users, closer to our customers. We're doing webinars and very, like, very personal touch. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, there are lots of things that we can automate that we can just, you know, just do, just do a little bit faster, a little bit better when we put our, you know, mind to it. And um, just, you know, very soon we are going to release um, a, a new, new tutorial, video tutorial of of Nosby for business and of Nosby and, and Nosby for everyone mm-hmm. and which which is going to be based on on a very very smart technology that we, we invented uh, to to be able to um to create the screencast very fast and and uh, these are the things that um I really like I mean there was this book by Tim Ferriss uh, called for our work week when he's also speaking about automation and things like that so if you use automation in a bad way, like for example, you try to, you know, somebody contacts customer support and you, you give them an auto- automated message and that's it. This mm. is like, this is not the way you're supposed to work. I no. mean, this is, for example, where our customer support is superior because we have really people on the other side who are reading your email and actually responding to your email. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we're doing other things automatically uh, where normally people, I mean, the big companies will just hire people to do that, you know, but... Mm-hmm. But then again, um, I don't believe in copy paste uh, as as your mission statement. You know, I mean, as as your you know job description. And on the other hand, there are so many cool technologies and cutting edge technologies that you can use to actually, uh, you know, work smarter, work better, and uh, you know, give more impact uh, as a person. That's true, but I, I I would I would say that 
it like unlike many of of the previous things, it doesn't seem as obvious to me. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I I mean that it's v- it very much depends, uh, you know, case by case, because there's there's some things I can see that I could automate in my process, and that would be great. But it just it just seems to me that it would take more time investing in the automation uh, than than it would save me. Right? There are other cases where I I spent say I spent a, a few days uh, you know automating this 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 provisioning process for iOS development. And and that to me was definitely worth it. But but there's other things I I don't do, and, and so again it 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 might scale differently uh, with the company, you know what I mean? Because if there's something say uh, ten people have to do that you can automate by you know giving this one person the task to automate this, it might it might make more sense. Like it's it might be an uh, an obvious decision to make. Whereas if you automate something that only you know three people have to have to deal with, it might be easier being the the you know the, the small guys not to like invest in, in your own like you know building your own tools or like researching the tools or whatever and just do it by hand. So I, I think it very much depends. But uh, I think what like part of what you mean to say is I I know there are tools which are kind of not enterprise ready let's just say Mm -hmm. uh, that you can use and I use for automating stuff Uh, that like some for for many like corporations it would be easier just from management perspective to just hire something because it's it's easier when you always have at the back of your mind that you have to be as efficient as possible as a David then you calculate and it will not always be like I have to automate this but oftentimes it will be like okay we're not hiring our person, we're just automating it. Yeah, and especially here, you know, uh, as we grow as a team, I'm still, you know, figuring this out, and we are actually all figuring this out, how many many people we want on our team and mm-hmm. how many people we really need on our team. And and as we discussed before, you know, uh, a salary of a person is, is a very, very big expense for a company. So we yeah. have to really think about it if we really need another person for this purpose or we can automate some of this work and then delegate some of the other work to somebody else and, you know, just, you know, live by like yeah. that. So or, or outsource it or use a service instead of building our yeah. own infrastructure, things like that. Yeah. And especially, especially, you know, I wouldn't outsource, outsource something which is a core competence. Like, for example, I would never outsource, you know, development of Nosby to some guys in India or something like that, you know. But, but, but on the other hand, you know, as we discussed, some marketing activities that when when we want to have more impact, but we and we, we prefer to hire outsourcing uh, outsource this to hire experts and help mm-hmm. us with that because they know this stuff uh, better, and we give, we provide our know how, they provide their know how, and then the results get better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a lot of a lot of these things are are case by case basis, but yeah, but being the David, you always have to consider them. You know, you, you, you can't just be like, ah, it's fine, whatever. Like, we can do it this way or that way. And you just go with, with the the thing that, that seems the, the 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 simplest. Like, no, you, you have to be efficient. Yeah. And, you know, the... the I don't know if you, if, if you want to segue to this, but, um, but this, you know, it's like, you know, whenever we talk about, about, about um, us being the David and actually us being without an office, you know, no office company, mm-hmm. it's, it's funny how... People when they hear that they're like, 
uh, really? I mean, this is not possible that you're doing that. I mean, this is this can't be done. You know, mm-hmm. this is uh, and and what I'm saying is that very often you as a David have have to invent something that other people would consider like not doable, like not you know. You don't do it this way. I mean, you know, you know, it's 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 strange. So, like for example, we have no office. No, no, you have to have an office if you have a you know company. You need an office, right? I mean, and 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 there are so many things like that that uh, because of the ignorance of other people, we mm. can take it as, as an even more advantage. You know, because we yeah. can do something which is totally out of the box uh, and out of the box thinking. And th- many people are just you know prisoners of their box. They are they're just, they're, they're, they they just cannot think differently they just think you know this is how it's done this is how it's always been done that there is this always my my favorite story is that um there is an industry there are, there are established players and there comes a new player and in the, the established players know how things are done they know how the rules are in this industry and then somebody can, comes up who doesn't know how the rules were established they don't know what what, what was you know said and done they just do it totally differently and and then they win so uh, it's it's I don't know how this you know how this is actually said in English, but and this is kind of the the, the thing that somebody comes from the outside, thinks totally differently, mm-hmm. uses totally different techniques because they never you know they never they were ignorant they didn't knew, know that there are, there are some established rules or something, and then they do something <laughs> totally differently and they, and they just win because uh, they are not um, because that's the thing sometimes and we have to also the, 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 I think this is what you also meant by um, uh, by us always evaluating our options mm-hmm. is that uh, by always evaluating our options what we can do in this and that regard we have to stay alert you know not to be stagnant in yeah. the same kind of thinking because if we you know if we remain like this we will never you know we will never move forward and we will never uh, you know um, at some point we will just be obsolete you know or, or you know uh, we will just slow down so it's really important to 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 keep evaluating to keep evaluating the options keep evaluating the things and 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 in this way always try to think you know what would david do what would you know what would out of box thinking be in this situation yeah uh, as for what you mentioned about the the new 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 entrance, not like being ignorant about what the rules supposedly are, uh, the, there's this quote: uh, you know, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, and then you win. And exactly, it's kind of funny. You know, be, be, before the 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 show, the pre-show, we we uh, we mentioned Elon Musk. Uh, yes, and like. With with Tesla and SpaceX, like that's exactly what he was doing. He did things like, no, you can't do things like that. We don't do things like that. And then he did, and it worked. So, yeah, and obviously it's 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 not a fair comparison in many ways because uh, it's it's almost like unless you're um, you know GM or 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 NASA, Elon Musk is almost certainly the Goliath for you. But 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 the point is. Uh, People's rejection of a lot of things, people's ignorance about a lot of things, uh, can be used as a personal advantage. Like we 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 discuss a lot of the things we we know or we've learned or or you know things we we just came to realize and we try to share them and teach them on the show and and elsewhere. But at the same time, there's like like a lot of people are like. They don't believe you can have a company without an office, or or, or just personally, like a, a lot of times when I I talk about books, audiobooks, uh, on Twitter, yeah. 
there, 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 there's a few people who always like like mock it or like yeah. oh you're hearing the book right like, they, they just they're always snarky about it and I'm like okay well it's I, I wish I, I could I could convince you uh, otherwise but but if you're unwilling to change well I guess that's better for me yeah I mean yeah that's the that's the, that's the thing I mean I still remember this book um, Zero to One uh, by Peter Thiel um who who is a very interesting person, yeah, and uh, he uh, in a, you know interesting kind of way. So, but what, ignoring Peter Thiel, uh, no. But Peter Thiel, he 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 authored. I mean, with full authority, he wrote in this book. Mm-hmm. Remote teams don't work. Part-time people don't work. Like he really like, like you know stated this as a fact, as a, like a true fact, right? And I'm like, right. So. It's good that I don't know that because uh, if I knew that, it doesn't work. Um, my company wouldn't be all remote and we wouldn't have like uh, mo- lots of people part-time working for customer support who are brilliant people doing their PhD and working part-time as customer support representatives. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's good that I didn't know, you know, what Peter Th- Th- um, Thiel thought about my kind of work. <laughs> yeah, well, the real world is kind of depressing. Glad we don't live in it.